You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thunder, 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 Thundercats, ho! So welcome, Thundercats fans, to another Radical Retro Rewind podcast, Thundercats Reviews. I am Ryan Hunter, joined together with my brother, David. Ho! Hello. So we're back, David. We're back for episode 16 of season one, The Fireballs of Plundar, which aired September 30th of 1985. This takes us to our last day in the month of September, in the glorious year of 1985. (laughs) 1985. Oh, God. But it's really, it's a banger. This episode is a banger, David. And like I said before recording, it started before sundown. This is what happened with Willa. The fires. What is going on? It began before dawn while we slept. So how does the episode start? Tigra notices an area around the treetop kingdom ravaged by a fierce fire. He rushes to look into it and he runs into Willa who informs him that a giant fireballs have been raining on the warrior maiden's domain since daybreak. But she jumps him. And she yeah, says she's... She, she's been chasing shadows <laughs> since dawn or dusk. What did she yeah. say? And, he, and she's basically, then he's like, we're your friends. You know, and she's like, I, I don't know you. Tigra. What the devil was that for? I'm sorry. I've been chasing shadows all day since the bombardment. Mariah carries him too. She's like, I don't know you. She said basically, ever since you people have come to Third Earth, we have been in between your war. She's back to this, like the cat kind of. Her cat prejudice. She basically says, it's ever since, ever since you came, you and the mutants came to Third Earth. We have been put in the middle of your war. I mean, I get, I get where she she knew it was Tigra and she jumped him to one, see if she could take him to, because it's lonely and there are no, (laughs) 
warrior men because she really hates cat men. She's like, if I take that one, it won't be as bad if it was Lionel with the mane. He's really <laughs> cat-like. But you're right. I, I get Willis where she's coming from because she's been on Third Earth pretty peaceful up until this point. I mean, yes, everything will kill you, like we say. But she didn't have to deal <laughs> with this because we assume Mumra was in his slumber. So she just sees it as the Thundercats basically brought the mutants here. Because- but this is not their fault. But is it not their fault or is it really their fault? Tell me it's their fault without telling me it's their fault. Well, I've been chasing Shadow, so that's how she does it. (laughs) You people. But then she has moments. She has moments when she's like, you know, you guys are okay, but... mm." So before Willa could continue her story, David, she's attacked by a sky cutter with monkey and at the controls. The mutants fire at them. He is chopping down trees, and she's like, Tiger, trees that have been here for a million years. Oh my god, yes! Kind of like what we do now, so I guess it's... Trees that have lived for thousands of years gone! They are gone, so it's another the repercussion of the mutants and Thundercats being on Third Earth. Tigra, we banned the logging industry years ago! We're not fracking anymore here! In the deadly <laughs> fracking desert! The mutants fire on them, but Tiger succeeds in yanking the sky cutter. Monkeyan's assault further fuels Tiger's suspicion that the mutants are responsible for the devastation, and he and Willa make tracks for Castle Plunder. I like that Willa's like, it didn't crash, and I'm like, that would be the first thing. I'd be like, that thing, you better break that machine so they can't use it no more. But he said it must be on some sort of an autopilot where it goes back. Which is smart. They're mutant technology. And they go off to Castle Plundar. They're looking at Castle Plundar. They're seeing it. It's all its glory. And it's just the two of them. It's nice that Willa gets thrown into this with Tiger because I think this ends up solidifying their relationship even more. Because it seems like she always gets into something with Tigra for some reason. Tiger Lionel. Well, I guess it's meant to be. She saved him basically from Yes, the, with the Fountain of Youth thing. The geyser of youth or whatever it was. What was it called? Yeah, I think it was the geyser of you. I, I mean, need yes, the geyser of you got him now. out, but Willow was thankfully at least knew of it. Yeah, so they are thrown into yet another adventure together. So they end up at Castle Plunder. Willa basically says it would be suicide to try to go in because they're going to see them immediately and throw fireballs at them, basically. They're going to see them going across the bridge. Tigress says, let's go this way. He uses his bolo whip to get across some sort of a area. And he goes across, right? And he tells Willa, you'll enjoy this. Why, climbing, climbing across. I don't know, because maybe he thinks that that's what they do. I don't know. It was funny. You'll enjoy this. Crawl across ropes. I don't he know He thinks what they're means. a bunch of what? Like acrobatists from a circus. Oh, well, you would know about circus performing. What you were supposed <laughs> like, to be. Willa would have been my number one hire. The greatest showman. But there's a part where Tigra actually tells her that he has to do this alone because he can go invisible. And Willa says, why? I'm as strong and able as you are. And he goes, of course you are. From here, I go on alone. But why? I'm as strong and able as you are. Of course you are. But I'm going to need someone to back me up in case I don't make it. So there's no question that he doesn't think that's the thing. He just wants to go invisible because he could only well, he says he has a one person, I guess, with his bolo whip to go invisible. I think he's boloed other people with that whip. <laughs> he's meeting people on his apps. I came left. to the treetop kingdom because I swiped left and I ended up here. <laughs> you found the fires you were looking for, Tigra. I'm sorry, I don't I don't go out with cat people. She's a racist, I'm telling you. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, people fine. say like they don't want anybody that's overweight, like no fats, no this, no. Yeah. It's just a preference. It's just a preference. And okay, you can have a preference. That's fine. But she's like, no, cat people swipe. <laughs> But I was chasing shadows. You look normal in the shadows, Tigra. You (laughs) look like you could have been my date. So this is what happens. Tigra uses his invisibility to sneak into the stronghold via the moat. Unfortunately, the mutants have infused the waters of the moat with a chemical known as... Phosphate. R. (laughs) R. It says... Which clungs to Tigra's body. Clings. Clings. They wrote clungs. So I'm glad that whoever wrote the Thunder... Clungs? They wrote clungs. It clings. I've realized, yes, I can't speak, but the Wikipedia of Thundera does not write these either correctly. Stamen? He grabbed the stamen? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Where does the polish go? That's what I thought of. It's grease too. It clings to Tigra's body, making him visible to them. So they knew that this was a possibility. But they also said they saw a blue flash quickly. Monkey and saw, or Sly saw a blue flash when he did the little bolo whip trick. Which is so, actually, I wanted to bring this up. I wrote this in my notes. Finally, finally, realistically speaking in a fantasy world that... Wow, okay, because I don't know about you. How many times have you seen these cartoons where people transform like Hema and Shira? Nobody ever sees it, but yet there's lightning coming from the sky. <laughs> a, a, an image of Castle Grayskull appears behind her like she's standing in front of Castle Grayskull. <laughs> lightning swirls, unicorns are pooping diamonds <laughs> and, and everything on, and nobody's ever, nobody's seen the flash of light. She transforms. Oh, I, I'm just going to hide behind this two-foot rock. It's always a rocky, right? Like, I'll go behind those trees over there. I don't know about you. I got kids. I could see things in the back of my head. Well, to your point on another episode we did, Wonder Woman used to spin around, just leave her purse and bag at one point. So I love that when she takes it and she throws it in like a dumpster, she's like, I got to get another ID. God, I, I lost another purse. I'm going to start. Sh- she's going to start don't think buying. She knows. Like, she's like, did I leave it behind that dumpster? Or she's like, I'm going to have to start shopping at the dollar store to get these oh cheap God. purses because I keep losing them. No more designer bags for Diana Prince. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go to Savers. Get some used stuff. Diana's just using, like, using dollars to think she's just putting cash in it. She's not even <laughs> that's that's what I would do. I'd probably use a plastic bag from a grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> and stuff the money in my bra so I wouldn't, if I was hard, so I wouldn't lose anything anymore. Just an ID, some cash, keys, See, and a plastic really, bag. Really? I wish you were riding it back then. <laughs> or she got a fanny pack. <laughs> she could keep a fanny pack on. Or why didn't she just put the money in her Wonder Woman garments? I'm sorry, right down the breastplate in the front. But So you're what, right. What a tangent. Someone what a tangent. Actually, did see this, though. <laughs> Yes, they saw the flash, so then that alerted them to check them out. But why did they think that they they had this chemical that would make things visible? So evidently, this is a problem for the mutants. So they installed that moat, and they had to not put some chemicals like a pool. They're putting in invisibility <laughs> chemicals. They're conditioning it with this ain't chlorine. Monkey, and I told you to put the algaecide in. <laughs> how do you expect? <laughs> how do you expect the? To... The, what, are, what are those men? Wasn't there a creature, too, that was attacking? That creature that was attacking Jackalman. He's like, I live here, that thing. Did he die with the with the phosphorus R chemical? Because <laughs> it wasn't in there to, to attack Tigra. Who knows? 
So Slive goes into the moat, piloting the nosediver, and tries to chew up Tigra using the vehicle's rotor grinder. Ooh! So this is, I want to throw this out here, this is the episode for me that, that is the definitive moment when you realize that the mutants are actually very cruel, very evil. Because I'm going to be honest with you, Mumra, the ever-living, the source of all evil, has never killed anybody. He he has had Thundercats asleep, asleep in his tomb, whatever, his pyramid to do different magic and stuff. I really think he enjoys the chase. As much as he complains, he likes this cat and mouse game. The mutants want to kill the Thundercats, literally. Even though Mumra says that, Mumra has had so many... I would, If I was Mumra, I'd just go wait until they fall asleep and transform into their room and kill them right away. He doesn't do that. The mutants would. And this is where, in this episode, for me, this is what defines the, the fact that the mutants are really, truly evil. Because later on, when we talk a little bit more about how they're going to, you know, what they do to Tigra. So he's going to go into the moat to chew Tigra up with a... With the blade. With a oh blade and chew him up God. and spit him out the back of the machine. So like a wood chipper on wheels, so to speak. Mumra has never done any of that. He has, He's twisted and he comes up with these bizarre games. But he likes to... He's, he is a Karen. He, a cat. He's like, I will defame them. I will let everybody hate them. I will come up with a way for people to they turn against that. them. And then I will get the sword. The, the mutants are like, we will kill them and we will chop them into pieces. David, you're right. If Mumra's probably theory is, if no one sees it, it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm not like, doing this in the shadow of night. I want people to know. You will know I that I did this. I took, I took this down. I talked to your manager. I got you fired. How dare you speak to me? This is why you only make $15 an hour at the at Cat's Lair at the, at, as a barista. You have child workers? And a snuff working too. So Tiger manages to avoid and disable the nose diver, but ends up getting caught in a cage that the mutants had placed inside the intake pipe. So smart, or unless it was those brute men that assembled that part, but mm. now a prisoner. Tiger is bound by the mutants to the Four Winds, an ancient torch device that is designed to rip the victim's limbs apart. So this is basically another night for Tigra. I was just going to say, did anybody get a feeling in their mommy and daddy parts watching Tigra be My God. Stra strapped down with four ways, spread, spread, <laughs> spread eagles, so to speak? Tigra, on this, you've on this, never I been to... Like to the four winds before, yes. On eight to four seasons, uh, yeah. it's, it's the it's fifty shades of tiger up in there. Yeah, tiger is basically put into an X formation. I always remember this episode too because this was right a medieval torture device, I believe, a real one where they kind of pull you. They rip your limbs off. It pulls your until it tears your limbs from each four the four winds four directions. So this is again solidifying the fact that the mutants are cruel and. I, what I don't understand is, so they set up this machine. There's like a little like jewel or something. He's like, when the sun hits this, it's like a solar panel, basically. He's like, when the sun hits this, then you'll be ripped apart. What does Sly say? He says something like, so you don't think I'm so horrible at dawn, you know, your limbs will be ripped apart. Oh, like, nice. 
I think it's more like, so you have time to think about being ripped apart. Definitely. Because he's having no idea that, A, Tiger was alone. He doesn't know about Willa. And he probably figures, yeah, give him a little torture, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Because Sly fixes the solar I've seen that mirror. X before. When I used to perform, I, I, I sang once at a fetish show. It <laughs> I was not part of the fetish show. I was just performing, but they were doing some freaky stuff. Listen, when you get booked a gig and they're paying, it's an actual paying gig, you take it. They might be throwing beer bottles at you. They might be beating somebody on an X. When the Misfits and them get together, you go to where they have to play. Click Clash. Click Clash. So anyway, yes, so I'm familiar with the four wins, so to speak. And so is Tigra. I'm telling you, this all started when he was going out for his date. He's like, "Can can we take this... If I survive this, can I take this home? Willa. Willa said she was strong enough. (laughs) She can carry this with me. She's waiting out there. The four winds is set to activate immediately when the sun's rays strike it. So it's not even like it's charging up. It's gonna, as soon as the the sun hits it, he's dead. You were wondering why the Sword of Omens didn't alert Lion-O? We don't know. But meanwhile, inside Cat's lair, Lion-O is growing increasingly worried about Tiger's absence. So isn't it weird, David, that Snarf, of all people in this episode, was like, why are you so worried about him, Lion-O? Like, we know that Snarf is usually worried about things does he just think that tiger is more capable or wouldn't do something stupid like getting addicted to drugs and in, in he's the like he's cabin? probably out trying to find some more fruit so he can get high again <laughs> he has to hit rock bottom lion out i don't care no offense to anybody you that's to let him reach rock bottom lion <laughs> not, not, not that anybody that's, no offense to anybody that's ever had a problem because <laughs> there's no you know we're not we're not shaming anybody but it no but it's just we're trying to, we're yeah, just trying to... So, maybe he does think he's capable you know and then Lionel actually has to school Snarf. He's like... He's, a matter of fact, so here we go. His fears are confirmed by the Sword of Omens, which shows him that Tiger is predicament. Within an instant, the young lord descends down the walls of the cat's lair using the claw shield and runs off to help his friends. Was that the easiest route to take? <laughs> you also hear some kind of, Lionel, Lionel, like he's calling to him. Tiger, yes! So does Tiger hope almost that the, the sword would activate then? Maybe he is magically summoning him with his thoughts, hoping that it would activate the Sword of Omens. And it does, I guess. So does the Sword of Omens just activate when they're close to being killed? Or is it like, I've seen, you know what? We've talked about this in earlier episodes. The Sword of Omens does whatever the creators want, want to do for it as needed. It just really does. I think I actually sent you something. There was some kind of thing on YouTube that I sent you about a person yes, that was, was, was and literally they said this, yeah, things only adults can realize about Thundercats. The Sword of Omens is the Swiss Army knife of magical swords. And so, whatever. I want it. I, I, you know. Yes! So. I mean, yes, it's almost like an immediate danger sometimes. It's like right before something strikes him. Maybe this is actually happening parallel to him being tied up to the four winds. So maybe we're seeing it after, but it's kind of happening at the same time. Regardless, the Sword of Omens does alert him within a time frame to get Tigra. <laughs> Gave him enough time. You should have given us a little more time, but could you call ahead for reservations? When he reaches Castle Plundar, Willa tells him all that has happened. She's like, Lionel, let me tell you. Uh, he went in, and then his bo- shortly after his bolo whip washed ashore, and I heard a noise like bones were cracking. Or whatever, she, <laughs> she said something like, like basically he's dead. Like, <laughs> but if you Don't ask Willa if you need anything, because we know... 
as we've seen in the last few episodes, she's dramatic. They're all dramatic. Every single one of them. If that's that's a prerequisite to live on Third Earth. I mean, granted, everything is out to kill you, so I guess you would be dramatic. Yes, yes. But do you give it to Willa that she at least didn't leave? She actually was waiting to see if, I guess, if something, like a patch of fur might have washed up. I don't know what she was doing, but, you know, hey, I'll, I'll give it to her. Good, good for you, Willa. He's really gone, Nada. Nada. <laughs> one down. <laughs> How many to One go? was chopped to bits in the mode around Castle Plunder. I wonder if we could reforest around <laughs> the Thundercats lair for our kingdom. No, that's terrible. No, we we're we're just we're just this is a messed up episode talking about sex toys, sex. Well, device. they gave well, us yeah, the I'm four wins. I'm telling you. We didn't ask for the four wins. The four wins was put was bestowed upon us. Sight beyond sight, so Lionel uses sight beyond sight, right? He sees where Tiger is. When Lionel tries to reach for his claw shield in order to scale the castle walls, he realizes that he had forgot the claw shield back at the lair. Fortunately, Willa has another climbing aid. A giant treetop spider that she affectionately calls Bushy. <laughs> I'm not even gonna quote on I'm not even gonna try to even come up with any correlation between Bushy. But <gasps> I will say this. <laughs> Apparently the spider is non-gender binary ahead of its time because when Lionel <laughs> referred it as him, it got mad. Her, it got mad. And then he said it. And then, then the spider was You're okay. Right. It was a non-gender binary. Please don't, get, please don't get offended by anything. But I'm just saying it like that because... That's that's what it came off as to be ahead of you, its time. Uh, you know, honestly, you're right. I noticed he said that, and it it's an it. Well, and I guess it's an it because it's a for something that has such a big personality. I can understand what you're saying. I would think it would want to be referred to, not be referred to as just an it. But it's bushy. He should have yeah, just. Yeah, I probably wants to be referred to as its name because it honestly, and you know, I, both of us I know don't care for spiders, but this is adorable. This is like a My Little Pony spider. I feel like. <laughs> Wasn't this, like, almost the one from the My Little Pony movie that they had a tickle with the reeds? Yeah. There was, like, a giant spider. Listen, don't be getting into your sick fantasies after the four winds tickling things with reeds. (laughs) (laughs) Let's, Let's not get off topic again, shall we? Well, the spider climbs up the walls in a flash, David, leaving behind a strong web strand that Lionel and Willa used to climb up. This is amazing. The treetop kingdom has, I I, I don't know if this is like a species that they have or Bushy's just one of a kind, but the fact that this can literally hold up two people and pull them up, it was almost like it was... It was like on a crank, it was real. A up, crank, yeah, yeah, cranked up. Oh, and then there is a guard, David. Did you like that there's a guard sleeping? Sleeping on top, one of the lizard guards, and Bushy jumps on it, and it gets nervous. I guess so I wanted to say something. This is episode. Also, you see the beginning of what appears to be very rudimentary other mutants that are probably residents of Third Earth that are similar to the mutants, but not quite. You have these lizard sort of looking like slide. They're not as. I mean, they're drawn more basic, but they don't seem to be maybe as intelligent. You're thinking. No, I'm just thinking that this is interesting that you're looking about cross whatever universe and there's these things. They didn't clone them. They didn't get them from Plunder, but they're very similar too. Well, I wonder, David, though, because where does Vulture Man come from? Are we to assume that there was other mutants that we just didn't see? Like, because Vulture Man comes and goes, was he part... We don't see him in Exodus the pilot originally. Were there other, like, mutants on their ships with them? 
I don't know. Because it was only one ship. And we know what Mumra did to that ship. <laughs> you got sunk. As the two enter the castle and rescue Tiger, just as the Four Winds was about to be activated, they are pushed by a mob of mutants, and the trio lock themselves inside one of the rooms of Castle Plundar. The chambers turns out to be the place where the fireball launcher is kept, as Slive and Monkeyan begin to melt the door of the room using a flamethrower, Lionel summons the other Thundercats who arrive swiftly in the Thunder Tank and fire cable pulleys into the room with their friends. David, why didn't Lionel get the Thundercats to help him to begin with? Because if you see Tigra being pulled being <laughs> on the full winds, did he just want He's he in the heat of the moment. Save Tigra from embarrassment just by going by himself? No, it's the heat of the moment. He just ran because he wanted to save Tigra and, he and scaled Willa, the walls Willa, of the Willa was there. Willa was his backup. He had Willa. It's that's true. Willa is a great backup to have because she is capable. So the trio slide out on the He police. says slide for your life, right? Or something. Is that to what Willa? He says? Something like that. <laughs> the trio slides on the pulleys just as the fires from the flamethrower accidentally lights up the fuel, and the resulting blast not only vaporizes the fireball launcher, but ends up incinerating much of the mutant's fortress as well. Don't worry, they're gonna they're gonna have that fixed with before you know it. They really should have cued Mumra at the at the pool, his viewing pool, like just put, dipping his crusty finger in and going, <laughs> "I told you, you idiots." You wanted to kill Tigra? How <laughs> it dare you? Be done. It cannot be done. right. <laughs> so the Thundercats and Willow watch the massive explosion from the Thunder Tank as they drive home. David, I do love that Panthro asks how they did it. Climb up the walls of the Castle Plundar and get to Tigra, and Willow pulls out Bushy and she she's like, "With Bushy, <laughs> it's Bushy." Panthro said, "Is that a?" It looks like some kind of throw, yes. It looks like some kind of furry baseball. <laughs> That's right, he does say that. Of course, and we're then talking. it opens we're, in we're his double hand. talking here, of course, people. They are warrior maidens. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> yes, does not enjoy Bushy, and she said, You're hurting Bushy's feelings, and they he all laugh. You. <laughs> you know, happy ending. I still hate <laughs> cat people. Oh, no. I think after this, I think, I, I want to say after this, this kind of She tolerates them. No, her. she's, okay, good. We'll, we'll, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Jackalman appears in this episode, but has no lines of dialogue. Upon seeing Bushy for the first time, Panther wonders if it's a hairy baseball. Ball. It, so this indicates that he is aware of sports despite being a Thundarian. <laughs> or maybe that's what the warrior maidens play. It's like a league of their own. Yeah, it's a league of their own, baby. Panthro apparently has a great dislike for spiders, if revealed by him when he sees Bushy. I also believe he has a fear of bats, so Panthro, he don't like nature too much. Huh? This time also marks the first and only time that Slide is seen without his headpiece. He is shown in the scene where he's piling the nosediver to pursue Tigra. He doesn't have his little crown on for the first and only time. Yeah, so he's, um, Slide went bare to go get Tigra in the ocean. Oh, well then put him on a Dove commercial. He went bare. <laughs> so honestly, a it's a jammed-packed episode, this was. Really like it. Really like it. One of my favorites so far. 
It's up there. You love the fact that the mutants were just going to get it over with and use the four winds and just kill him and say, because they're, they're probably saying, like you're saying, Mumra ain't doing it. So we better not even tell him when we capture one. Let's just tell him one day. Guess what? They're all dead. <laughs> Mumra, you know, you were sleeping. Mumra is at the Black Pyramid watching showgirls again for the fifth time this month (laughs) was mumra not watching the news yes (laughs) you know i only get cable from 1985 (laughs) i don't get the channel i can only steal wi-fi i don't (laughs) i only could steal wi-fi from cat's lair he picks up the wi-fi from cat's The Wi-Fi. That's why he doesn't <laughs> want to get rid of them. That's why he doesn't want to get rid of them. He steals Wi-Fi from the kids. That's the only reason why he has to keep it going. So he's like, Oh my god! <laughs> when he was Pumra, he kind of put it in that bedroom, that guest bedroom. They set it up. He put like a little monitor modem. He, he wrote a little note. You could put an Egyptian channel on this <laughs> on on your subscription. Oh my god! Would it kill you for a little culture? <laughs> I give this day three stars only, and that's being generous. Anyway, we're nuts. Well, we know that their beds look hard as a rock, as I always like to say, so... Was Mumra off with that Yelp review? So, Fires of Plundar, like David said, we learn that the mutants are not messing around. They are willing to cut you up, chew you up, stretch you you out. Rip you apart, rip you apart, rip you apart. Chemical their moat so you become visible. Yeah, they're not they're not nice people. Not at I all. I feel like more like Sly is is the kind of the more evil. Definitely. He is the one that is in control of all of this, most definitely. Cuz as we saw Monkey and said in that one episode that he was a uh, a chauvinist reptile. So he's chauvinistic. He did take on Mumra and said, "No, we are keeping our technology." So I mean, he really is kind Sly of Sly is a badass, honestly. Yeah, he's he might be not held in the bowels of 80s cartoon glory as a villain but he really is like the second in command in this or the first depending on if you ask him (laughs) so david where can the people find you i believe it is universal appeal 2020 all one word (laughs) hashtag bushy hashtag hairy baseballs (laughs) and hashtag the four wins (laughs) (laughs) And you can reach the Radical Retro Rewind podcast, all one word, on Instagram as well. We're also on YouTube. And we will be back, as always, with Thundercats Galore. We're going every episode, every, every episode. Even if you don't want us to, we are. We're not even in 1985 yet, and I think we get to 1987. Let me just say. Bye! Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. 
And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.